same mind. Say my name. Talking TV. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Talking TV. We watch Westworld. I am Justin. I am Will. How is it going tonight, sir? It's going. How are you? I'm a little tired. It's been a while um, since we've recorded. Yes. We have a lot in the bank, and I've been lazy and haven't re- like released anything <laughs> in 10 days, so... It's been a while in real time for us to chat, so um, how are things going? They're good. They're good. I'm getting ready to move down to South Florida, so I'm very excited for that. Jesus, like 10-hour drive from here. I checked into it. I was like, how far away will he be now? That's really far. I I, I didn't visit you in Alabama. There's no way in hell I'm going to visit you (laughs) in Fort Lauderdale. Well, if you ever ever go on a cruise, if you ever go on a cruise. A lot of Miamis. a lot of well, a lot of Miami. Fort Lauderdale actually is has more cruises than Miami does. Oh, really? Yeah. I've only been on one cruise. We left out of somewhere northern in in Florida. We didn't go that far down to to take off. I can't remember where we went, but that was like four years ago, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it is my it is my absolute intention. So, like, I guess what like they have standby on cruises, just like they do on planes. So what if you live in like a, a cruise city, like a Miami or a Seattle or a Fort Lauderdale, I guess, you can essentially purchase standby tickets basically the day of for like a hundred bucks for like a one weekend cruise. Oh yeah, man. And, they just want you in there. They, yeah, they and you just you, there. you pack a bag and you probably get on. Um and if you don't, you you know, whatever, you try the next weekend. And uh but yeah, you basically get like I mean the way I figure, I'm probably going to spend $100, $150 in a weekend anyway, so what the hell? Why why not do it on a boat? <laughs> Cruises are fun. Um, we only had like bad weather one day. That was kind of scary. I love bad like, weather on a cruise. Choppy so at exciting. night. It was at night. It was like We were trying to go to bed, and I was a little <laughs> terrified. I was like, oh my God, if I die here. That was my biggest fear. I hate having no control. So, like, I am scared of airplanes. The boat was a lot to get over. I was like, at least I can swim and then die of exposure <laughs> or some horrible drowning or, you know, killed by some kind of sea creature. Um, but luckily, nothing nothing happened. I didn't get seasick. <laughs> I didn't get any kind of sickness, no uh, flu-like symptoms, diarrhea. Nothing happened. Um, no, you didn't get the – you didn't – did you use the uh, – I've gosh, what's it called? Those patches? No, no. I have the... just went with it. What I don't is that get called? Sick. The seasick patch? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dramamine. Dramamine. Oh, Dramamine. Yeah, the Modest Mouse song. It's a good one. Um, There was one thing that I I guess that I did not... uh, I didn't... Looking back on it, I was kind of ashamed of... uh, We were doing karaoke, and my brother-in-law was there, and he, like, selected a song for me and his girlfriend to sing. And I was like, yeah, just go pick a random song. So we go up there, and I've never heard this song, but do you know the artist Drake? Are you familiar with him? I am, but but I have to stop you right there. Your brother-in-law has a girlfriend, or are you talking about your sister? No, my brother-in-law, that's my, his girlfriend, yeah. My brother-in-law, like, my sister's not married, so my wife's brother. Oh, got it, got it. I misunderstood. <laughs> continue, continue. It's okay. Yeah, uh, 
So there's some song called like um, it's about weed. Now I forgot the damn song's name. Anyway, it's about smoking weed or something the whole time, and it's a lot of f bombs. And I was drunk yeah. as shit, so I kept you just, were just going along. You're just going with it, on yeah. This, go, and then on this family uh, cruise. Oh, it wasn't a family cruise, but at that moment there was like nothing but I say twenty somethings, all the way to like this eighty year old, and her friend, and they got up and left, and I apologized to him while singing the song about how I, I didn't pick this song, and I was, I'm so sorry that I, I ruined That sounds eating. about right. So that was, like, the part I was, like, looking back, I'm like, that was kind of not cool of me to sing whatever the hell it was. God, I wish I knew what the song was. Something about weed. Like I'll that. wrap up the cruise discussion by saying this. So uh, we took, my parents took um, the kids, my siblings, and um, my grandparents on an Alaskan cruise, which... If you've never done an Alaskan cruise, I would much rather do an Alaskan cruise than like to the Caribbean. It was awesome. But anyway, so the first night we're on the boat, you know, my parents are, our grandparents are freaked out. You know, they, they've never done this before this, you know, but the first night on the boat, the fire alarm goes off Mm. at like 2 AM and, and the, on the intercom, they're like, this is not a drill get to your stations and prepare to board the, uh, board the, the, what do they call it? Lifeboats. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was, luckily we didn't have to board the lifeboats, but how far did you go before it stopped? Like, did you actually get out there and have like a headcount or anything? So I remember like grabbing my important things at the time. I don't know, probably like my Game Boy or whatever, (laughs) but we, Pokemon cards. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, we were in the hallway walking and then the alarm stopped and then everyone's trying to figure out what to do. And they're like, oh, we got it under control. So oh, that's good. I don't know. Yeah. That's, anyway, that's what you like. Westworld. Yeah. Westworld. Great, great segue into Westworld there. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> the finale and the penultimate going backwards here in my head. Um, and this is going to be our worst. I think our worst podcast we've done. No, we've already been off- at least 10 days since I've we seen are this off show. to a great start. Yeah. There, I don't think Westworld could uh, even hold a boat that big. I don't think like a lake. Maybe it's deep enough. I don't Pirate know. world, just Pirate so. world. Oh, yeah. Cruise right. world. So speaking of ship. speaking of Pirate world, we had some theories, um, and and now that I've finished season two, I went to like the Westworld Wikipedia page, like the official wiki, and looked some stuff up. So I have some information for you. Um, Pirate world is. At, as of right now, it's not a confirmed thing. However, there are two other confirmed worlds in the Westworld universe. Obviously, oh, okay. we know about the Raj, right. and we know about Shogun World. Yeah. The other two worlds are the Middle Ages. I forget. Hang on, I pulled up the t- the title. Mid- medieval the, World. Medieval okay. World. So we got you got that one. And Roman World. See, I knew it. Who would want right. to hang out in a coliseum? That'd be so now, awesome. At the, these are part of the, I guess, like the 1973 Westworld, and then there's a 1976 sequel called Future World. So there's also a place called Future World, which, according to the quote, Future World, where you will be transported throughout the solar system, commanding oh. your very own rocket ship, enjoying the favors of robot women of weightless beauty, Soaring through space like an astronaut. And then there is Spa World, which I thought was interesting. Spa World, a garden of pleasure where old age and pain have been eliminated. Hmm. 
So, so all right, Roman for world. The retirees. I guess so. Wait, wait, yeah. I didn't know they had a sequel to Westworld. I so. did not either. So it's called Future World. It's from 1976. But basically, it sounds like it takes place after. I guess it's a similar storyline because there's a purge or something in Westworld where the um, the the robots take over and they kill all the guests. And then, so I guess Future World takes place two years later in the aftermath, uh, and Delos is trying to clean it up still. Yeah, I haven't watched either one of those. I didn't know about that one. I haven't watched the original Westworld. We probably should do that just for fun. Like, yeah, get, I kind of want to. Up. I didn't realize it, it actually sounds like they're more closely related than I would have thought. Okay. Um, but anyway, I mean, to, here's... To, to do what Westworld did in two hours is impossible, so it's got to like run through everything pretty quickly, obviously. Sure, 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 sure. Well, obviously, I'm sure they're not diving into characters as much. No, but. Um, I, I really want to w- read you the description for Roman World, which okay, is a lusty treat for the senses in the setting of delightful, decadent Pompeii. Here, the traveler experiences the sensual, relaxed morality that existed at the peak of the Imperial Roman Empire. You know what Pompeii is, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the city that got... Yeah. Blown up by the volcano. Yeah, volcano. City of ashes, basically. Where you can still go and see the remains of people. Oh, yeah. They're they're just like volcanized. There they are, entombed. Um, So that'd be kind of interesting if like that world, you know, had that kind of catastrophic event that you could be (laughs) part of. At the end of every day, (laughs) the volcano explodes. And then then they've got three hours to clean it up. Sounds like fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a good time yeah I, I mean i think those two were like the most obvious roman world and medieval world because i agree you know, I, I i i was not with you on roman world but medieval world like i said a thousand times a coliseum life would sell it right there to be a true gladiator how well, cool would that be you're right you're right but all right so i i still say if i had to live in one of these worlds it'd be medieval world i just i love the idea of I don't know. Future World sounds pretty cool. All it's all like all made up. I mean, you're going to space. Medieval World is basically just Game of Thrones. I mean, that's yeah. that's awesome. You live or you die. Yeah. So that's, Future that's world, world is Star Wars, I guess. Sure. And I can go to that in like Florida. You, you'll be right. Well, not really. It's close like Star to it, Wars Galaxies. Six hours away, so from Orlando <laughs> when you go to Fort <laughs> Lauderdale, you're that's probably right. just as close right now. Actually, in Alabama than to you what? Are in Fort Lauderdale. What? Oh, Orlando to. to the no, Star Wars no, land. No, no, no. Star no, Wars land, man. It's three hours away from Fort Lauderdale. I, oh, that's not th- too bad. In Birmingham, I mean, yes, Alabama's right on, I mean, right next to Florida on the Panhandle side, but uh, I'm pretty far north. Alabama's actually a pretty big state. So think about, like, when you drive through Georgia, Alabama's the same size as Georgia. Yeah, I know. So, I'm saying from, yeah. like, where you are, it's probably six, seven hours to get to Orlando. Oh, no. It's it's more than that. It's like You're 10. Are you sure? I'm sure. I don't know. I'm pretty effing sure. Well, you can you can uh, clock it when you go there. We'll have to meet up to go to Star Wars Land or something. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, we're doing that. Like after the hype dies down, because to go there day one would be god. So in six years, we're gonna do a podcast. No, you know what I mean. Like like the off season of that place, if there is such a thing, it's like February or something, January, where people. go a lot less than they do in the summertime when all the kids are out of school 
has to be hell on earth, man. Like, what would it this, be? November? I mean, I don't even know. That's Thanksgiving. No, that's when you're kicking it, man. The whole holidays, people go down there. Like, I think it's February is like yeah, the like, slowest I guess, time. So I guess after New Year's, after yeah. kids are back in school, February maybe, yeah. Because when we went to Disney for like Avatar ride, this is Avatar. Avatar, one movie universe, and they have Avatar Land for some <laughs> godforsaken reason. That line took us about three hours to get to just to do that experience. And no one gives a shit about Avatar. <laughs> like, I don't care about Avatar. Nobody gives but, a shit about Avatar, but it's but the still the highest awesome. grossing movie. The ride, that's just because it's about to get pushed. The ride is uh, awesome. Yes, it though. is. Have you been on the Avatar ride? I have not. I haven't been there oh, since man. they opened the Avatar park. It's part. pretty cool. I was like, so, hey, was it worth three hours? No, but it was still pretty neat. The last time I was in Disney was in March. So I went with my parents because my parents had, um, I don't know what they had. They had my dad had some like voucher that was going to expire like April first oh, for basically like to like go to a. It was some really nice hotel in Orlando that I guess I guess he got through you know a business partner or something, but um, and and like tickets to uh, two of the parks for like three or four people or something. So we went to we did Epcot, which was awesome. Because it was crowded enough that it was, you know, fun and worth doing, but it was st- it was really light, you know. So it wasn't just like an empty park on a rainy day or something like that. Um, and then we also did Animal Kingdom, which I despise. But anyway, what I liked Animal Kingdom. It's boring. It's actually is that where really Pandora small. is. Is that where Pandora is? I think so. I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, where I was going with that, but yeah, so. You could see, I think it was, I, I guess it was Animal Kingdom because this was like 2015. You could see them building it, like the Avatar section. And it looked, I mean, massive and really cool. So, oh, it's really cool to look at. I mean, but I, like, as a fan of Avatar, which I'm not, my wife likes Avatar. Um, yeah, the setting was, was wonderful. They, they did that amazing job. And, and when you walk through the line, you get to see all like the Navi and like some props and whatnot so that was cool um but three hours to go and ride has ridiculous has your wonderful wife experienced the phenomenon of depression because she does not live in the avatar universe yes she has <laughs> yes <laughs> oh that's why, i feel that's, bad now <laughs> that's I was, why we can't I was watch kidding. that that's why we can't watch that movie <laughs> we own oh. it I got like the Blu-ray or some like special edition and we can't put it on because she does suffer from wanting to be part of that world, which I understand that. But then again, like, do I want to put tendrils on? I don't know. Let's not get into so, all crap. All right. It's just, it's, it blows my mind. I mean, I don't, I, it, it was a cool experience seeing it in 3d and look that good. Cause I just remember thinking at the time, like, you know, this was 10 years ago at this point, but. I remember thinking like, wow, this looks really cool. Like this place they did. A, I mean, I know this is all CGI, but it looks awesome. And you don't think so? I didn't. I never saw it in theaters. I did not care oh, one bit about okay. that movie. Interesting. I saw it. I'm, I don't know if I rented it or it was on. I don't know how I watched it. HBO. I have no idea how I ended up watching it, but we own it and yeah. it's rarely played. I, I mean, it's just a, we know you, we've talked, I'm sure we've talked about this, not in the podcast, but just the rehashing of other movies and just melding them together. And yeah, the narrative is really simple and yes. it's just, there's nothing there to grab onto. Like 
the more interesting part of that world is actual the earth part because it looks like just crazy and what they live in like the dystopian kind of universe and they go to avatar land and everything's like beautiful and mm-hmm. uh wondrous and i just don't i don't i just don't care about anybody i, just, I really do not care about a single person in that movie maybe the navi a little bit because they're innocent they didn't do anything wrong no in, I, in the I, tree but the I, actual characters they give you they're all like surface level they're all like cliches and I don't care about any of them. No, you're 100% right. The uh, I remember thinking in the theater um, that I'm like, this story is crap. This movie is not very good. But I was thinking to myself, I can see people coming back and watching this again and again just for the, the kind of the thrill of... J- the one thing James Cameron did a really good job of was immersing his audience into the world and making them feel like they were a part of it. Um, you know, yeah, cause he, I kind of got the similar, I, I, I wasn't depressed afterward, but <laughs> I can see where people get those feelings because I mean, he really puts you in the middle of it. He creates this beautiful utopia and I, for, I don't know what, I, I can't put my finger on one thing, but you really felt like a part of that universe. Well, he excels at spectacle and he That's advances true. and pushes technology to the limit on every one of his movies. You pick one at that time. It was like the most advanced movie you can make. So I can't, I mean, I'm intrigued about whatever sequel he comes up with, if it ever comes out. I think it's like 2024 now, something it's like three or four years down the line still for this first sequel. So, um, how I'm would intrigued. William, the man in black have done in on Pantera? Yeah. Would he Pantera? Pandora? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Why am I saying Pantera? I Pandora. wish Pantera was on Pandora. <laughs> Would the man in black enjoy killing Navi? Probably, but that I don't think he'd feel at home because he enjoys killing people. Mm, I think the creatures true. are second to him, um, but they are giant human-esque things so it's more of a challenge possibly and if those things came like sentient that would be a freaking like they do that in the movie i suppose they do that exact thing they come after you and they're like cats they're giant cats and they can fight (laughs) they have tails and they're throwing people around taking bullets i mean they're easy to kill but at the same time they're quite nimble like what they eight feet tall ten feet tall some yeah they're like they're something like eight or nine feet tall yeah yeah and they're like cats they're cat people um That'd be a, I'd go to Pandora if I could experience it like that. Hell yeah, I would. I would go there and just like be able to ride a banshee. I mean, the ride if that's anything like the the real thing. If I'm riding a Wait, pterodactyl. Wait, so so in Disney, did they have the Navi walking around like eight feet tall? Mm, no, but they did have yeah. like uh, some. Um, I don't know if they were props in the actual movie, but some mannequins that were Navi, and you like they're in the scientist research lab. And uh, oh, like were, bodies, like dead Navi that were bodies. Well, they were. It was like Jake inside the. I don't oh, know, so they, the avatars. The, yeah, they had the avatars, the Navi. Okay. Uh, the, the Navi, the, the avatar version. Yeah, the blue things. They had those in there, and those, I mean, it looked pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like when you see it in real life, like even though you know it's fake, it's still hey, that looks pretty it, real. If Good you die them. in your avatar, do you die in real life? I don't think so i know if you die you can die because he almost dies when he's in the transmission se- like sequences i don't i think the avatar just 
once you disconnect the avatar just falls because it's not i don't remember the rules but they have to find someone that matches you i forgot how it works they create one of these things in a lab so then they bring it to their universe. So oh, it's only yeah, it's, that's right. That's what the, it is. You are the avatar. The, so it yeah, just falls the premise the is the the the. I think like the, the they grow DNA. the avatar based yeah. on your DNA. And uh-huh. his he had a twin brother yeah, who it's died. Dumb. That's and right. Ex- okay. And they're like, it's so expensive to make these. So uh, can you just yeah. come do this for us? We, like, oh, sure. Even though we have unobtainium, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is trillions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Westworld. Yeah, Let's back get to, to that probably. We've been talking for twenty minutes and I tried I tried to steer time. you off it with talking about William, but I did I talked about it. I think he'd enjoy it, but uh it'd be a different kind of challenge. <laughs> he would have blasted those big blue bastards. Oh yeah, and but then those giant triceratops. That'd be like what the hell those things were. They're they're pretty nasty creatures. Yeah, the the animal and creature life in Westworld's a lot more daunting than, you know, a horse or a buffalo. So they don't really show us for the the lab part um anyways the penultimate and in the uh finale um from what i remember the penultimate was mostly setting up the man in black and his his past right going over his wife and how her addiction her alcoholism how alcohol abuse um was kind of i guess ruining his name you say kind of shaming the family um they're tired of her shenanigans if you want to go that far and they're trying to get her help and that's when she commits suicide. And I I was right about William. It took a long time, though. Like, dude, when the credits rolled, I was like, and in the season finale, I was like, they didn't, no, no. They didn't talk about the Man in Black's ending. It was like, did I miss something? Like, was I doing something while I was watching this? I totally missed his ending. And then it goes to the, the stinger. And it's like, yeah, dude, you've been a robot for an effing long time. <laughs> and they don't even explain how long that he's been a robot, but it's been a very, very long time. So well, let's 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 backtrack because I uh, okay uh, go for it. Let's let's talk about William the robot. Um, have we seen him as a robot in the present, or is this is this robot William the result of him dying from the injuries he sustains at the end of the season? Uh, no. They put him in the robot body, or is this this no. really that far in the future? It's, I think because uh, Ford tells him, this is for you. Like, he was trying to help him. He's like, if you can find this land, you will be set free. You know, he tries, You're, this door, this is for you. And that's like his way of getting his consciousness to the next level, you know. So Ford was actually trying to help him in the end find his salvation. Like, he knows, because Ford knows what he's going through, I'm assuming. Like, he knows this robot is being put through these kind of tests over and over, and he keeps failing. I mean, they tell him, yeah, you kill your daughter every single time right here. Then you come back here. You don't believe anything. You don't go to this. You don't do that. He's repeating himself. So I'm thinking that Ford is trying to set him free because he tells him straight up, this is actually for you. So I think from that, like that he's been a robot, I, I want to say, the whole time, the, the entire time. Yeah, all right. So I think we talked about this on, like you said, it's been like 10 days or something since we did this. But I think we talked about this on the last podcast, the idea that the guy survives a hell of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of, I mean, the amount of injuries he sustained are, I mean, it's almost laughable. Um, and we've kind of had to suspend our disbelief with, you know, his ability to recover from stuff. And so, and, and kind of, I think what I said last time was, 
The giveaway, if if they do reveal some sort of he's a robot, is that um, is is the scene. I think it's in episode eight um, where he he's injured and the Native American tribe picks him up and they're talking about like oh we don't we want to save him death is too good for him or whatever um, he needs to suffer like some sort of hell and then you see him in that hell at the end so to me what my thought process there was okay did was this what finally did him in and they didn't actually did they actually save him or did they I don't know somewhere I behind forgot. the scenes was he put into a body I don't right. know I forgot when like I told you we talked about this on one of these episodes that uh, I was pretty sure like the tip was something I forgot the reason I thought this I was like driving and this like epiphany happened I was like hey, I think he's actually a robot, um but yeah I'm almost positive he's been a robot since day one since ep- season one, um once they were showing his new timeline, and they just took it this way and I, I like it I think it's pretty awesome um that this whole time you've been buying this character who's been living this hell for who I, who knows how long now because we don't know how far in the future this experiment's going you know like at what right point well in. no 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 i think that uh, so if you watch i don't know did you watch the after the episode stuff no i didn't sorry okay so if yeah i forgive you but um if you look if you watch it, one of the things they said was that it takes place. I think the quote was, "It's very far in the future." Right. So, uh, at least this has been going on for a while. So I can. I'm still not sold on him being a robot just because of the fact that um, when they're on the beach and they discover his body and they talk about how they want to save him or or something effective we have someone who needs some medical attention i can't remember exactly what they said right but one would i mean they're scanning everyone at that point to see but then again we get the reveal that right but we get the we get the reveal that what's his name the head of security played by hemsworth yeah he's chris hemsworth hemsworth brother i don't know oh i thought you meant that his name was actually no i was like i don't know that guy's name i call him security guy (laughs) he's the security guy he's thor's brother but anyway we get the what so what did you get from that because i mean i think you could draw the conclusion that he's a host did you get... Yeah, I think okay. he is. I, uh, that's kind of what I gathered from I think he texted me that. And I was like, I think Robert Ford has them everywhere. I mean, he's smart, keeping his ass covered in every direction. You got... Then he, he knows about everything, what's going on. Like Even people are trying... Um, they're backstabbing or whatever. They're, they're just deceitful. He knows about it because everything in this park is connected to him. Like, there's no safe place to talk Oh, it's maybe your own home, but he's probably got that bug. He knows everything about everyone. And he explains that like so many times. Like we know all about you, and then even the the board of directors have those same kind of thoughts. Like we know everyone, we know everything about them. So why wouldn't they think that he is like this far advanced in his uh, his um I guess espionage? I'd say I do not know. Like you, they should have like probably ousted him forever ago. Like this guy's not trustworthy. Yeah. Uh- that's a good point. Um, and that's kind of, they kind of even brought that up a few times, like how he's not really, how people will say, you're not really good at your job. Like you're the head of security and you let all this stuff go down. So, yeah. I, uh, I, so it, it doesn't seem kind of on that point. 
the writers behind this, it feels like they've done a really good job thinking this universe out. And so if something doesn't fit, it probably doesn't fit for a reason, um, which is the opposite of like Game of Thrones. We talked about this actually in the first episode of Westworld, but the idea that like, it feels like everything's going to fit into place with Westworld, whereas with the last season of Game of Thrones, it was just poor writing. But in this case, like, like again, with, with uh, Man in Black, with William, when he's shot up and he's always getting shot up. And I mean, he gets, seriously, he must be shot in like every other episode this season and he's just surviving all this. Then a flush there's room. gotta be more to it. And as they revealed, there was. So you could, again, make the case that for Mr. Head of Security, him not being so good at his job, but still staying in that position, um, there actually is more to it. And that being that Ford put him in that role. So, yep, that sounds, I mean, it makes sense to me. And uh, it was a cool nod to get her off the island as Dolores has switched bodies. She is now out in the real world as Hale. That was a fun little twist. Um, okay, so mid season, really, that would have been switched over, I think, but but like then that. they show her in what would have been later in the future when I guess Bernard gets back and she's back to Dolores, right. Um, All right, so remember Bernard shows up to the door and Dolores, as we know, Dolores answers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wasn't that in the memory? I don't think so. Here's what I think that was. Because that was the same place they took him, right? See, all right, so was it Bernard or was it Arnold? I think it was Bernard, and I think it... Ford. I think it was Bernard showing up, and because they show her go to that place, they show Maeve Dolores, Maloris... De Maeve, I don't know what to call her, but they show Maeve Dolores go to that house. And then she goes in there and there's the printer in there, the like the bathtub looking printer. Wait, who the hell who's Maeve Dolores? It was Hale Dolores. Hale Dolores. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm saying Maeve Dolores. I was like, did I miss something else? <laughs> Dear God. Uh-huh. I was like, that would have been a crazier twist if she was taking over Maeve. Uh, yeah, Hale and Hale Dolores. Apparently yeah, I'm yeah. a racist okay. confusing the two black characters. But anyway, um no, yeah, thank you. Hale Dolores. Uh, uh, but yeah, so, but, but when Hale Dolores shows up at the house, remember she sees the printer. Yeah. She could have made herself. That's what I think happened. I think she, she remade herself into Dolores. She made herself a new body. And then if you watch, did you go see, have you seen the season three trailer? I mean, I watched it. I think you might've said, Hey, have you seen this? I think that's what you texted me. This whole, this whole this whole thing got spurred on because of that. So I've, and um, I, I don't, I have the only memory I have is that um, Aaron Paul was talking to a robot on a bridge or something. <laughs> it's all I remember from that. Right. Trailer. So I, you know, I watched the trailer before I started Westworld. So I had no idea what was going on. Didn't make any sense. And then I watched it after finishing season two. And basically what it is, is, I mean, it's essentially like a cold open trailer. There's nothing in there that connects you to Westworld until, the very last shot where he like sees some woman in distress and he's like, are you okay? And it's Dolores looking up as, as Dolores. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh man. I didn't go walk so it's again. Dolores at the very end. So he's basically just like this guy living in the future. It looks like, uh, he makes his living, uh, from robbing banks or something. Um, and it's the, the voiceover makes it seem like he's trying to get his life on track. And then, um, 
yeah, so he sees someone in distress. Can I help you? And Dolores looks up. So, Well, it's like when she drops her can and someone has to come up and help her out. That kind of Ooh, thing. Ooh, Justin. Like, that's good. Is that what we're doing here? I guess so. I'm assuming that's what they're doing. I call back to the whole freaking first season. So is it? Where you watch that happen 20 so times. So my question was, uh, and this was before I read about Future World, but are we in, is this just like, obviously, I think they're going to do some sort of time jump. I think they have to at this they, point. I mean, dude, time is at their mercy right now. That's well, what they, that's the thing. Right. Like that's what they're known for now. You're gonna say, yeah, the, where are we? Where are we right now? What, What's going what on? What I'm saying it's is not gonna be linear. We know that. right. But in in every case, they have kind of what we consider a present, like a main storyline in each season. And this season, it was barely that. Barely, barely, but present, but there really. still was. Uh, I st- I yeah, would still say line. the present was post Bernard waking up on the beach. And we would get then flashbacks, but then you're right. Then we get the super, um, and it's just ambiguous what flashbacks, whether they were flashbacks or not, but yeah, what you're seeing, um, which is the reason why I'm probably gonna have to go back and watch this season because, um, there were a lot of times where I had no idea if I was watching a flashback or the present. And I think that was the point. Um, well, it's cool. Now I can see like, if I don't know if there's any tells of the actress, you know, banking off the other actress, like trying to do what she does. Oh, like, okay. Trying so, to be more like Dolores. Okay. I don't know. You should. If that's a thing. You should. So they talk about that in the. It's either. It might have been in the after. Uh, inside the episode thing. And they talk about how the actresses were talking about how, I guess, who played Dolores and um, Hale. Hale. We're talking about how, or I guess, Hale was like asking the Dolores actress to, I guess, send her lines and stuff and be like, because I want to try to deliver them as if I'm you. And she would try to copy that. So it was, it was interesting. It seems like they put a lot of work into it. But then uh, I haven't gone back and watched, but they showed in the after the episode, inside the episode thing, um, parts where Hale was actually Dolores and... She is kind of acting like Dolores. She's kind of doing the like hand arms not moving when she walks around and huh. um she kind of the dialogue is much more Dolores than Hale. So it is okay. it's yeah, it'd be worth it's, another watch. Yeah, it's definitely like I was thinking like, "Oh, okay, that's like I totally see it now, but um anyway. So it it was Yeah, so Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say um I don't recall. Let me know. Like, so did Bernard? Did he go through the door? I, I can't remember. If, no. Like, that's what we're seeing with him at the end. He didn't go through the door. I don't think so. Uh, you don't think so? I. I mean, so. Because they, did they close it off before he got there, or he was messing well, with someone he, else? Well, he he was on. Not everyone made it to the I mean, door. He was on the beach at the end, right? No, he wasn't on the beach at the end. Was he? I can't remember. No, he doesn't go through the door. He. Um. He definitely doesn't go through the door. He didn't get that far. Um, I guess we should say what the door is. It's the gateway of consciousnesses for these robots to live forever yeah. in this other world. This other, like basically live in the matrix. That's all they're right. doing. They're removing their bodies and their coding goes to this other program where they live on forever in whatever way they seem fit. Um, it was nice that the, uh, the tribesmen, the innocence, if you want to say, of this whole story, the most innocent, 
uh got their freedom that was Mm -hmm. that was kind of cool um how they all made it for the most part i don't remember what happened with snake people and china girl and the um what do i call them the outlaw i don't have no idea what happened with them at the end did they did they die did they do they make it to the door? Are they stuck in Westworld? Do you remember? I don't either. The And I actually think, yeah, it's been a little while since we watched it, but this is actually one of my problems with the last episode and kind of this season is there's so much going on that it does become hard. To, when, you, when you're juggling not just dozens of storylines, but and you're... you're it's exponentially more storylines because you have to follow them within two different timelines or three different timelines. More than two. Yeah. yeah it was like four or five timelines. It is. I mean, I think I even texted you like, this is a mess. Like it, it's certainly well thought out, but it's, I mean, it, I didn't go back and rewatch. It makes you think. So that's yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Challenges your, your mental capacity. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, because all in all, I, I do think season one was a little bit better, but um, but season two definitely keeps you on your toes. It keeps you thinking. But I think it's it's something that really benefits from rewatching episodes. Um, and that's what they want. They want right. you to be a viewer. And they and that's and that's how the, the show, show is presented. It's presented weekly. It's not presented as a Netflix data dump binge yeah, watch. Yeah, it gives you time to, um, to which think is about what we did. We is did just it a binged lot it. Um, yeah. And it's a lot to comprehend. I mean, like I told you, I was like, dude, I don't know if I, three episodes is a lot to do at once, and this one kicked my ass. I was like, what? Yeah, this was Who? tough. Okay, it was it was tough to get through, but I mean. I, I liked it better just because some of the episodes we talked about just weren't totally worthwhile anyway. So, um, but these, I did the last one. was like, I really liked the finale. It was okay. I believe. Right. Um, I, I just enjoyed, um, I don't know, just getting all pretty much all the answers. I mean, some were still left open. What happened to Maeve? Can you tell me that one? I'm like horrible right now. Um, do we know what happened to Maeve? Did she go through the door? Or does she hang back? Maybe. She ha- she saves her daughter. You know, she saves her. But I want to say her daughter gets to the door because someone takes her, well, right? So someone let's, helps her daughter to the door. Let's retrack, retrace our steps. Um, so Maeve gets kind of shot down. Oh, that's right. She gets. I think. I, right. I, I think they, the last thing they do is they show her body. Um, yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah, but she, her daughter's going through the door. You're right now. She's on the ground. Her eyes are looking at her. Like, her happiness is going, and she's so she's okay with that. Like, she's coming to terms right. with her own mortality, if you want to say but that. But there was something that positive. happened that suggested she's not quite gone. I'm sure she's not. I mean, everyone can jump around these things. I mean, so she's not dead until they basically burn her, like, coating and, or destroy her coating. So, like... That's the that's the bad thing about this world. Like they could live on forever, just in another another body, another host, another place, another time. So like, is anyone really dead? I guess that's kind of that comes up in Game of Thrones. What is dead may never die. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it's just it's just I don't know what to say to that. Honestly, you could just you could debate that forever <laughs> about death and what it means. So, right. Um, 
I won't get into that. But yeah, Maeve, I, now it's all coming back to me. She's, yeah, her last shot is her staring as she's like dying, watching her, I believe it's her daughter. And it's one of those ancillary characters she has with her walking through the gates of heaven or where the hell they're going, the gates of green pastures. Um, it looked pretty nice over there. I would expect some housing if I was uh, going to a new place, at least have something, some kind of shelter. Like that's not my idea of heaven to have to so, be in this um, garden of grass. I I want to say this. I don't know. Have you ever read Chronicles of Narnia? I have read. I read it. God, but it's okay. been a long time. So, um, it's the only book I own from that series is the first one. The, all right. Uh, I'm going to make a comparison here. So, so the Chronicles of Narnia, it's, it's seven books that is written. Um, there's, they, they are in a chronological order, but they're written out of chronological order. Um, so you, but, but in chronological order, you get, um, I mean, you get the story of Narnia from the first book, which kind of details the genesis of the world. Um, it's actually it's but it's it's very interesting because there's other worlds, but Narnia is just one of them. So there's a lot of parallels here actually to Westworld, which I'm going to dive into. But the last book um, details the end of Narnia and the trip to somewhere better once Narnia kind of becomes corrupted and and kind of like a dangerous place and unlivable. And it's really interesting. Because I actually think the last chapter is called the door, and oh, really? there's actually like a door frame. There's this like door that is like like a door on a frame in the middle of like the woods, and they open it up, and like the the woods has been like burned down. There's been a huge war and stuff, and they open up the frame, and it's basically described as what you see in the Westworld doorway which is just like beautiful open fields and great weather and like flowers and stuff. And it's like, it's the exact same visual. Oh, it could be a, could be a nod. Maybe, it. but I just, I think it's funny because it's called the door. I'm pretty sure the last chapter is called the door. The, um, and it's, it's the same idea. It's the idea of heaven and it's, it's going on to that next journey that there's, there is something there's, Either there's always something better or there is something better than what you've been experiencing in this this kind of, you can almost say, like, hell on earth. But um, anyway, just a really, really interesting parallel that I can't... Um, but but you're right. I don't want to have... I, I, there's no point in us having the the whole faith discussion. But there are certainly parallels to the idea of at least, maybe not necessarily religion, but the idea of exploring um, what comes next, and but more specifically, what constitutes life. What does that mean? Well, that's what I'm getting at too. With uh, with Ford, he his mission is to free his subjects, right? That was his whole thing here, mm-hmm. and to get his data, I guess, transferred to this other dimension for these things. Because they're not real, we we, I mean, they're not they're just robots. They don't have these kinds of thoughts. They don't really think about, the, they don't have an afterlife. Their life is repeated daily, you know. Not anymore. It's on a cycle. True. That's what I'm saying. Like so, this whole thing is him 
freeing his subjects that does, does he feel validated does he feel like what his thought process is it selfish still just to get his data away from the company like what yeah what is well I, is yeah it, is no it, you're right i don't know because uh, that was one of my questions too is what is his motivation because in season two it seems to be contrary to that of season one so yes i mean so so let's go back for a second and i guess to dissect that what was his motivation in season one was it to just kind of create a coda for himself to kind of cement his legacy to i mean what what was his purpose because we know that arnold wanted to shut down the park to the point where he had the hosts kill themselves basically to do it or or quote-unquote why it try to kill everyone Mm -hmm. but the park still opens um ford wants it open uh it's revealed that the park has been spying on guests and saving their data. They suggest that they use the hats as scanners, which was actually kind of cool. Um, but so what, like what was, why did Ford then kill himself? Was he just trying to cement his legacy? Did he, did he just come to the crazy epiphany that, um, and and realized that there was, he had more freedom as a virtual version of himself. I mean, I don't. I th- I believe that's part of it. Also, I mean, he's a. I mean, if you think about it, these things are his family. He doesn't have any other family. This is it. The one the things he's created are his family. So he's lonely, and if they're gonna take you out of your own creations what better way to do it than join them, I suppose, in this everlasting world that he wants to be in by means of technology. So, I mean, he was in his 80s anyway, so what does he have to look forward to? So he found this way. I mean, that's that's his own thing. But in the second season, it seems almost like altruistic now that he wants to free the things that he created, even though he was forcing these things to to be raped, murdered, and whatever you want to get into that way in a, in a vicious cycle until they've like reached consciousness, which was a goal of his and Arnold's. And then he wanted to stop that for fundings. And I don't, I just don't, yeah, it's, it's almost convoluted. If you want to think about it, like what is going on, this makes for a good story. Sure. Mm-hmm. But is it, is it true to his character? I'm not so sure. So the, the only other thing I can think of, and I do think there's some, uh, they had to have thought of this, but it's the idea of the Jesus complex where he kills himself or he dies to become more powerful. The idea of like, like Obi-Wan, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful. And then he's a force ghost and he can show up wherever. Essentially the same thing. Same, same thing with like Neo in the matrix, like having to die to then, have that power and and Ford's power becomes kind of like omnipresence. He can show up anywhere mm-hmm. at any time. He is aware of everything going on as long as there's a host around. So to me, it's like he must have realized this. He must, you know, have known more about the experience experiments going on with Delos that William was conducting and and kind of put all this stuff together. Because at the end of the day, what Ford was was he was a scientist slash inventor and innovator and uh, trying to probably like more of a mad scientist trying to um, 
you know, realizing that he can actually perfect himself in some way. So I, I kind of, and the one thing that Ford has always, that's been consistent with him is the God complex, the idea that he is the God of his own yes. universe. So, so I would say that's the most likely thing, that he's just essentially a crazy God complex person um, who saw the opportunity to become much more powerful in, in, in biological death than he was in life. Okay, I have one question. I don't know if this was answered. I don't think it was. But is he available to go into the quote-unquote heaven with these creatures? Or he is he stuck in the other kind of real world the whole time? Like, is he... I don't know. Is he able to cross over? So, is he... Because you think he'd want to cross over if they destroy... I don't... And if they destroy the data, it's over, right? Is he... I think he's out okay. in the real world so, with Dolores. So, I think he's part of Dolores. Well, right? hang on, hang he's on. part of that. That's possible. So, I mean, they they obviously before he he seemed to have taken care of himself before his biological body died. Um, yes. Which one would assume does part of him exist within? So I'm I'm forgetting. There were two places. There was the forge, and there was the. Cradle. The cradle. The the forge is what was destroyed, correct? Yeah, the cradle, the cradle is, is what these people right. went. So if you're telling me that he didn't think to have himself uploaded to the cradle or and, and Bernard was his only means of surviving on, I don't buy that. It's it's it would not I be think a he's stretch. No, no. I think he's ingrained like every host, really. Like wherever they are, he's part of that code because he can speak to them all. So I think when Dolores gets out like he's part of that world now. He can transfer himself into whatever kind of technology they have, right? You would think that. Yeah, I that would happen. I do, um, but so given it's everlasting, that, really, until humanity's gone. Well, given a couple things, given that the forge is gone, um, if those char- if characters, if those hosts die, he dies with them, and he can't. Those right. hosts can't come back, so he can't come back as part of them now. Yeah, yeah. Is he part of the cradle? Did he was so one of the things with the cradle they showed was I guess to protect everyone in this cradle heaven. Um, they were beamed up randomly to some random satellite. Do you remember they showed that? I don't, I don't think you. I didn't think you did. So what they did was, um, I forget who did it. I want to say it was Dolores beamed them up to. Like she beamed. There is. They showed like the satellite dish, and she, they showed the information to to like keep them safe they uh, beamed so it they're stored in a satellite in space yeah so so they should be all right well she she didn't but but without even knowing specifically where they are so that the data is safe so technically i guess right, right, i got yeah. you now anyway but the idea okay so that that was a fail safe yeah okay, done yeah so it's not just I existing totally within the ball forgot. or whatever right um anyway but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll say this: um, the thing that kind of saved the season for me. Well, there were two things. First of all, episode eight is still, in my opinion, um, far and away the best episode of the show, without question. Um, but but the second thing was, uh, I did. I think we both agreed on this. We didn't expect Anthony Hopkins to be back um, in in any sort of at least. 
you know, I didn't even think I wasn't even expecting a cameo. I thought if we got a cameo, like like which we kind of did, we got like the CGI young version of him early on. And I was like, okay, they're probably just reusing some old footage and or audio clips from the first season. So the fact that we got him back as like a significant character uh, really made this. So I, I don't know how or, or what the plans are for the third season. Um, but, but I think that they really have to, I think they have to get away from these characters and that story a little bit. And I think they have to do something different. Well, you already said Dolores showed up in the So trailer, Dolores so... is in it. That's the connection. I, I mean, I'm not saying, sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. I don't think they need to do it completely, but I, I think you have to introduce, I don't think we can just rely on the same old characters. I think that, um, I don't know how you, uh, like if we get Maeve, if we get Man in Black, um, which I hate to say because Ed Harris is so awesome in that role, but um, I, I just don't think they can be the driving force. If it's Dolores kind of as a co-star with uh, Aaron Paul, fine, but um, I don't know. They... I think the Man in Black will make a resurgence. Maybe not in a huge role, but I think he'll be in there in some capacity. I agree. I really, I agree, but that's kind of my point. In some capacity, I, I think that you have to, I think at this point, you've got to introduce new characters. You've got to do some sort of time jump, which it looks like they're going to do. Um, well, my problem with the new season is it's still called Westworld. So you think they have yeah, to somehow so I integrate thought, well, the park okay. in some manner. Because you don't want to call it Westworld and go to medieval. No, I don't mind <laughs> that. I, but I thought of the same thing. No. But I mean, I think have at this point, that's West, this is Westworld. So the I, I don't care. That's fine. It, I'm sure it will have something to do with it. I'm sure they'll talk about <laughs> Westworld colon medieval world. Do you remember, so in the mid to late 2000s, TV seasons started to do that? Like, so they tried to do that with Lost and give it, like, a a subtitle. Um, I mean, CSI, Miami. Well, no, 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 like, not, not like, spinoffs. Like, they actually had, like, like, it was Lost and then colon, The Return, or, like, Oh, um, that was trying to draw people. Yeah, in, but probably. they actually like like TV networks actually started to try to like name seasons, and then uh, it, it anyway it it failed. It didn't work out very well for them. But um, anyway, point being, uh, I just think it's still. I mean, it's Westworld. It's the character we like. We like. I'm sure that a large part of it will deal with the aftermath of whatever this was um which it seems like now i haven't read a lot about it but again what it said about i guess the book or not the book the the movie future world is it says it deals with the um whatever happens after this purge and you could very easily i mean not a lot really happens in terms of like big picture stuff in season two, or at least it's, it's not like it's just, it's very much a continuation of the same story of season one. It's just kind of like a coda on the end, like how this resolved itself. But in the end, it really didn't resolve itself in the eyes of the real world. 
I mean, the park is damned. Right. I mean, the park is the, that's about about it. I don't know about the rest of the parks, but I mean, Westworld has to get shut down. You think just because right. This eventually will get out somehow. I don't know if Dolores can be a whistleblower or, or what happens with the information that that they have on this entire well, they did. Entity. They did kind of confirm though that it wasn't just Westworld that experienced the malfunction. Oh, that's true. They did say. I that. mean, because yeah. you get the tiger that shows up, all the shoguns showing up in Westworld where they shouldn't be, and then we do the that's whole right. shogun. So, yeah, world so the, thing. the whole yeah, so maybe the whole thing is in peril. Uh, maybe we we'll have a Westworld too, a new park, a new owner, like Lost, not Lost World, like uh, Jurassic World. Or they go back. Like it's like a hundred years in the future, and they're kind of revive Westworld. Maybe that's what I, they'll do. I gotta I say, the biggest disappointment in terms of what they did story wise is that they killed Logan, assuming that he's yeah. actually dead. Because you could have, yeah, you really could have utilized. We don't. That. Well, we still don't really. To- I mean, it's it seems it that's seems a sad pretty. Moment. Yeah, definitely. It does. It's, it seems pretty official that he's not alive anymore. But but it could have been a cornerstone for that guy, uh, for Delos. But, man, that would have been cool if, like, you know, he shows back up and he tries to take back. He's pulling strings. Or, It'd be awesome if Logan was the last person talking to the man in black instead of his daughter. That would have been cool. That would have been if, like, Logan's like, hey, we've been testing you for so long. You know, like, he's like a completely different person, Logan. Ooh, Justin, that's version great. Of Logan. That you're 100% that right. Been, but instead, we just get sweet. the daughter who was shoehorned yeah. in. Yeah, we don't even care about her daughter. His daughter, we don't know her. Like, she's ba- like you said, shoehorned is a good word. She was barely there. She was a robot the whole time. She was just Well, oh, of, time uh, out, time out, time out, time out. What? Yeah. Wasn't she a robot the whole no. time? No. Are you sure? Because they say you always kill your daughter at that moment. They said that you always kill her. Every single time you kill her. She has the car, but as part of his memory. Okay. That they All right. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. They're, what? But they're, they're, that doesn't mean that she's a robot. They're just taking him back and re-simulating that event to see if he can do the right thing eventually. That doesn't mean that she was always a robot. She was not a robot. They established that she was not a robot. They actually never do. Justin. She shoots the guy, but he doesn't shoot her. No, it's she's not a robot, and that's kind of... Uh, I, I think it's ambiguous. It could go no, either way. it's not. I mean, you are wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. I totally agree. I could be wrong, but I wouldn't think she's that she's not, been a robot the whole time. Because if she is a robot, then that completely deflates the idea that... I think she's a real person. I saw every time she's in the park that they show her, she's a robot. No, I don't think she's ever was alive. No, that's her. I just don't think so. No, you are. I don't think oh so. my gosh, why? I don't want it to be that way. Well, that's how it is. I mean, I agree. I didn't I want him to kill his own daughter. I wanted him to be right that he actually was killing Ford. But no, he killed his daughter, and that's that was the whole Perhaps. point of that episode. The whole point of the episode was him. His rock bottom and how he because I was get any seeing worse. him at that point. He's already a robot at that point to me. He's already a robot when he killed that daughter. They were both robots. Just he killed another robot. That's how I saw it. That he's been a, he's a robot this whole time. See, no, I, I, I don't think it. so. I think that's the. I I'm still not sold on him being a robot, but I I think that um, 
I think he becomes a robot later on. But, um, yeah, no, no, that it kind of deflates. So you the think whole all idea. that? You, uh, yeah, it might. But so you're saying the whole time we watched him in this season, he's Ed Harris as a human being, and then when they do the post credits, it's him. They're they're already doing the tests on him, saying. This is where you failed over and over. And okay, over. let me right. let me because I've been a little confusing and I don't want to seem in, inconsistent on this. So what I said before was that I think that um, that's a really good out if like because he has been shot so many times that okay if he was a robot the whole time, um, but I'm not necessarily convinced of that. I think that probably I don't know. It's hard. It's, yeah, it's very I don't know. ambiguous. I, and that's, I'm, that's I lean part. toward it's really him. And and just because of a parallel to what actually happened to Delos, which is that Delos is mm-hmm. one day he's alive and then suddenly he just wakes up and he has no idea that he's dead or that he's a robot. He just wakes up and suddenly one day that's him in a fishbowl um being poked and prodded uh i and i think that's i think to to parallel with delos and and kind of you reap what you sow um i think that it's got to be um i think it's got to be william waking up and all of a sudden not being real i i wish that they spent a lot of time on that stinger um I wish there well, was. Well, it's a... hard to say that because, okay, if this test has been going on constantly, what we saw would be the test. So we no. just go through that Why? all the time. No, 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 no. I disagree. Because they said that's when you killed your daughter. You always kill your daughter at that point. Right. That's what they. T- that's what they said. Oh, okay. So I'm oh, you're, so you're her. saying they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, so all he right, goes through you. all this so every you... single time to try and find this door. Right. And then he he makes all these same choices to get to that to find his door, which is. The actual door to his uh, training facility, you want to say? Well, for him, I think the door is... Okay, so here's what's interesting. Because Ford mentioning the door to him. If Ford is mentioning the door to him, because you could very well say that the door is him making the right choice. In which case, Ford is telling Robot William, you got to eventually make the right choice. Because that's kind of how I thought of it later on was the idea for that for William the door is not the literal door that that was the the entrance to the the virtual world well I could buy it that way just trying to save his soul kind of thing like hey if you just if right. you get over your own stubbornness and just listen to me and make the if you want to make the right decisions he would have ended up at that door and he would have been passed on to the next life but he makes the wrong decision every time in his own selfish nature to find the stupid other door that he thinks he'll you're very whatever he wants yeah i I don't think i don't think i don't think when ford talked about a door to william i don't think i think the term door when ford uses it is a lot more it's not it's non-specific it's very ambiguous and for for four yeah it could be lots of things for william that door would mean like i almost take it i could almost see like him telling robot William that again, the door for you, you know, you need to find your door, which is essentially his way out of the loop, um, which is making the right decision. But for, I don't know. 
I don't know. Now I'm I'm second guessing myself because I was really. Well, there's. I don't think there's a right answer. You know I what? Think it's just. I don't up think. To your interpretation. I don't think they have decided whether he was a robot. That's the, the time. that's the best kind of writing sometimes, where you just let other people decide. Like, hey, if that's what you want it to be, good on you, because um, you can create your own story at that point. Well, and you can't uh, all right. be wrong. No, no, I'm with you on the idea of no, no, no. I'm I'm with you on. So yes, I'm with you on like the inception idea of like leave it open ended, leave him wanting more, and keep it ambiguous. But they're going to answer this question. I think they just haven't made up their minds yet. They're going to they're going to they do might. more seasons of this show. Yeah, but like you said, I hope it does differ. I hope it goes in another direction. I hope it's not with all the same people. Some sprinkled in here and there, sure, some cameos maybe. But I don't want. It's, it's bad to say, but I, I've had enough of the land of Westworld. Like, where else can you really go? We've explored the whole damn right. thing. I'm with you. It can it could be a prequel. You never know. It could be a prequel to Westworld because the robot they show on the thing oh. looks like kind of kind of janky. And we know that we know that Dolores was already out, out. in the real world. Yeah, Justin, it could be something like that. My man, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. I, I didn't think about spitballing that. here. Yeah, and certainly so it, it could, could be. I mean, um, well, I don't know. It could be literally any place they want to put it because they have. They expanded this time from like what thirty years from the conception of this thing to God knows when, with uh, William being the robot in the test. So you have no so, idea. Okay, so how many years have gone by? Well, all right, I'm gonna say this. There's based people. I watched a video um, on YouTube where they talk about what year this would be, and and what it would be would be about like 2060. Because I okay. think there's something somewhere where they show like the like the earliest possible thing, like the earliest possible flashback they show. There's some hint that it was like 2015 or 2016, like when the, oh, really? when the series started. There's some okay. something in there, or or the the writers said that or something, and so so they kind of have a rough idea that it's like in the 2060s when the Westworld events happen. So. Okay. Um, yeah, but I don't know. But I mean, cause when you do see the real world, I mean, yes, we've only seen it in flashback, but like, I mean, so the events that happened to William again, who knows how long ago that actually was. Cause if he's a robot, this may have been going on for a while, but that world doesn't really, there's nothing in there that kind of suggests to us that it's not really our world. Like there's some cool technology they show with her, like on some weird looking iPad or something. But apart from that, it just looks like they're in like a fancy party yeah, a in the real world. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking like about, I'm city. talking about in, in uh, Williams flashback in episode nine, but yeah. Okay. So if, if you go back, I mean, and then, then you go to the Logan kind of flashback when he first experiences the hosts and they're like, which one is not real? And, mm-hmm. you know, even then, I mean, apart from obviously being surrounded by really advanced robots, um, at that point, the universe doesn't really seem a whole lot different than... No, it's not like Blade Runner or something. You're walking by or Minority Report and you're, like, you're just like, yeah, what the hell? But what I'm, where I'm like, getting, what I'm getting at this is if you watch the trailer for season three, it looks like the world they're living in is pretty futuristic. So maybe they're in future world. I don't know. It could be. But, but we'll see in 20, 
20, right? Yeah. I don't remember the month it comes out. I don't know if they've actually said that yet, but it's like early we'll spring. We'll be there, man. We'll be there for early spring of next year. Yes. So I enjoyed season two, William. I enjoyed season one a little bit more just because. Yeah, I'm with was, you. It uh, was more more in-depth uh, characterizations instead of it wasn't uh, gotta follow yeah season two was damn season page. two was definitely really well thought out and well put together um and and probably i'm probably not being fair by when i called it a mess but it's just it it is a little convoluted and it's just it's it was too much it was too overwhelming uh, for me, and I'm I'm kind of at the point where like I, I wish I wanted like at the end of season one I really wanted to go back and actually rewatch season one. I don't necessarily right now want to go back and rewatch season two. It's just I don't. I feel like <laughs> like I just ate Thanksgiving dinner and I just feel sick on the couch. Like it was just too much. So I I need to digest and then you know later I'll go back for dessert. I agree. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about... I almost said Stranger Things. I have to say about Westworld Season 2. Definitely worth your time, though. It's only 10 episodes. I mean, each one's like an hour or so. It's but it's it's heavy. I, I mean, go they're, watch They're it. heavy one-hour episodes. I mean, they're dense. There's a lot of stuff in them. And from our from our assumptions, our, our talking, I think that we've only had one bad episode. We... We both jointly agreed that it just wasn't that great, which was the Shogun <laughs> World yeah. episode, Centric. That was the only one that just didn't feel necessary. We could have done nine episodes this season and done without the Shogun World. But so if you know, if was, if the if episode eight of season two, the um, the all and I, as I said, we'd get an all flashback episode. But uh, the flashback episode of the the Native American guy, if that wasn't your favorite, what is? I have no idea. I just think that, I was, that was perfect. That was really well done. Yes, um, I still I like the finale of the last season, season By one. By camera mine. Yeah, that was a good one. I just don't. These are these. This series is hard to pinpoint. Like Game of Thrones, hard to pinpoint a favorite when there's so much going on. Uh, um, I I actually so many memorable things happening. Okay, I'm with you. Like it's it's very. I think everything Ga- feeds off another thing. But I think like, it's hard I to, even think Game like of Thrones. Like the Office, like I say, the Office. Hey, this is my favorite Office. Okay, episode so those are very I, I episodic and self-contained, and you can watch an Office mm-hmm. episode and get a lot out of it. I agree. Something like Game of Thrones or Westworld, it's you know not it's it they run together because everything is yeah everything's needs every it's symbiotic every episode needs the other episodes to make it work except for that one shogun one we could have done without them that you could have taken that one out and thrown it away and nothing would have changed well i think that's what made the episode eight so good was that it was really episodic it was it was yes yeah, so that was a self-contained story that was like we said black Mirror. and that it, was a black it worked really really well I mean, it was... But that one, you had to have that one to set up the Man in Black's ending. If you don't do that, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, you did, but um, still, it was... I I just think, I think it it was... See, maybe the reason why I liked it was it was so easy to follow. And maybe that was kind of a uh, a breath of fresh air after being confused since uh, season two, one... Um, I mean, I, 
<laughs> so maybe maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. Is it was really easy to latch on to an emotional story. Um, that kind of it was very lost in that, or very like the TV show Lost, because it filled in like gaps of things that we kind of questions we had. The whole scalp thing, the whole um, it, it gave us information of past events that you know we didn't know we needed. So, but but all the while, um, as a, a really beautiful love story. So yeah. I, yeah, it's a really good one. I like the Delos one too. Yeah, one that I, I agree. That's that's my second Delos. favorite. That's one of my favorites. Right yeah, there too. that was great. That's the one I was, I was actually referring to. I, was, I forgot that eight is the Indian one. The Delos one's one of my favorites because that was oh yeah, it's, like the Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I got. I'm you. sorry. I was thinking, I got those mixed up. But yeah, that's one of my favorites actually. No, that that's that revel- that's the revelation that he's a yeah, he's going through mm-hmm. this over and over. I thought that well, was that really was I that's mean. Why I w- I'm with you. That's that's my se- that's probably my second favorite. But th- I mean, just first of all, again, it works as a self-contained story. Um, yeah, that's why I was talking about. But at the same time, you get that huge revelation that oh my gosh, uh, the human consciousness is able to or or is able to to live on in some other medium and they they again they they played with the idea they talked about the idea of putting him into physical host bodies and then at the end they talk about that oh the the mind you know we've got the minds we just can't get them into bodies which sets up the whole mm-hmm. rest of the season so that was a good one right that was a really good one see here to, to me the biggest problem was i don't think we needed 10 hours for this season it because that's kind of the point I was making before is I don't, I don't think we needed. I mean, there was a, a lot of stuff that happened, uh, or sorry, there was there was a lot of time spent on really not a lot of things, happening. I mean, they really it just feels like they really stretched it thin and they really, um, dove into other characters and and I get it like they want to work on character development and stuff, but it. it all in all, when you look back in hindsight, it just seems like there was a lot of unnecessary material that we got. Yeah, I would focus mostly that on the Maeve storylines. Uh, those just drew out for me. I just didn't care. Yeah, I really did not care. She found her daughter. Her daughter was. I didn't care about that at all. Right. I didn't need it all. And just the, it was like a lot of retreading. It's like same events going on. It's like okay, I understand. This robot might be feeling emotional. Cool. So, my, like, but that could have been shortened. That's all. That's my only my, thing. Cut I, you're out. right. My theory with that is that they probably didn't really have plans with her for season two, but then she won an Emmy for season one, which she did. I looked. I read about this. So oh, she she good did. For her. Yeah, I mean, for she had well deserved. I think it was for a specific episode but i mean she was they she was are, great they always submit yeah. one episode per per entry that's okay. how it works you pick an episode but i mean best work it, she was great i mean in season one she had obviously a lot yeah. to work with so i think it's well deserved but i feel like they figured well what do we do i mean we can't just get rid of her but <laughs> anyway yeah so what's next Anyways. justin oh man i just kind of gave it away uh I, I was on our other podcast i do with the um, a guy named Chase, we do a movie goat. We did a Stranger Things episode, William. 
Oh. About the 80s references and the movies or something. I'm really tired. It's like 1 in the morning. Almost 2 in the morning, right? Yikes. <laughs> it's 1 where you are. Yeah, I got it. Go. Um, so, yeah, Stranger Things, dude, like, probably my top 5, maybe top 10 series. I just love this yeah. show so much. All right. I love it. You, you you might not. That's okay. We'll have. I don't. The, the I don't hate it. I, I season one I was enjoyable. It. Season two was. No, I love. I can't wait to talk about Stranger Things. It is one of my. I watch it over and over. I just put it on, in the background. Uh, my kids are scared of it, so they can't watch it. But so I guess. It's not really, I, I guess. PG thirteen. You are more of. You're a little bit older than I am. Um, a little bit. And I guess. Probably there's more nostalgia for you because. Oh wait, stop! Stop you right there. Actually, we talked about this. Did we? Will or not Will and I? Uh, no, no. Chase and I talked about this okay. on our episode that I don't have nostalgia for most of these things because I was only four years old. Okay, that was but the but 80s. still, there's nineties kid. You nineties kid. You would feel more of that than I would. I don't. That's the whole thing. I don't. I, I don't. I, we talked about this. It's weird. We we went. I don't. I didn't go to arcades. I don't remember. Hmm. 80s at all really i mean ninja turtles maybe i remember that um what year were you born family 81 84 84 84 81 yeah i remember it was 81 <laughs> then i was like 10 years old no 84 i was like i was at five years old in 89 so like what the hell am a five-year-old gonna remember not much i remember nes and that was basically it and memories of family and whatnot but yeah I have nostalgia more for '90s. That's where I like, came into my own. So um, I just like the era. I like the '80s. I like '80s music. Um, like I just like I. The reason I like Stranger Things is the characters. I just think they're really well put together, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you about that because that's what we're gonna do on our next one. Our our top ten Stranger Things characters, and then we're gonna go into that series of uh season three which is next week which is crazy oh, wow. july 4th all right yeah have you started watching it yeah sure 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 actually you, you know what i just seven? did is i watched what? i just binged uh jessica jones season three okay well i haven't seen any of those That's so okay. Um, you have 17 bizarre. episodes and basically four or five days william you better get on it i can <laughs> i can talk about it. i can do it I believe in myself. Oh, it's easy. It's an easy watch too. Oh I mean, shit! I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, wait, what day does it come out? Uh, next Thursday. Okay, I'm going out of town for a little bit. I'm gonna see what I can get or, done this know, weekend. You have a phone. I do. Just put it on. Just watch season two. You've already seen season one. Just watch season two again. I would like, much rather watch season one again than season two. I love season two. Oh, I, I just love the whole yikes. show. There's not. There's one episode that stands up. We can talk about that when we talk about Stranger Things. Anyways, that's Westworld. Until next year, <laughs> we're done with this show. And I'm kind of relieved because I'm, I'm tired of watching people get shot a thousand times. Westworld. Yeah, we watched Westworld. We're done with Westworld. we out of <laughs> Westworld. Um, I'm, like I said, relieved because it is hard to watch violence constantly you know just constant violence it's not it's not so much that for me it's it is it's, no, no it's like just, it's not the idea it's mind. violence it's just you're watching the same thing over and over and yeah over excessive excessively too it's like every episode like eight people die game of thrones i didn't do that so um yeah i'm, I'm just i'm glad to get out of this world <laughs> i'm done with this world for a month or two now and i'm i'm ready I'm ready yeah, to, I'm good. Right into the sunset. I'm, I'm done. <laughs>
go go into the cradle and just wait till next year and see what Aaron Paul has up his sleeve. So, I'm Justin. I'm Will. Yeah, with the man in black over there. Peace out. Bye. Westworld.